0: Welcome to Caskets and Cocktails, Memoirs of a Cemetery Dude. Get ready for a hilarious dive into the world of death care where cemetery industry veteran Mr. Danny and his daughter Katie will answer all those crazy questions you've been dying to ask. Go ahead and pour yourself a drink, pull up a rocking chair and get ready for some laughs because we guarantee Caskets and Cocktails will be the last ones to let you down.
1: Katie Leverett.
0: I'm Danny Faulkner. I'm her daddy.
1: And welcome to Caskets and Cocktails. And guess what, Daddy? What? We survived the Christmas season.
0: Well, we still got a few more days to survive.
1: <laughs> it's almost New Year's. We're and stumbling
0: into New Year's.
1: That's true. And guess what? what? Did you spend a lot of time with your family over Christmas?
0: Yeah, too much time. Too I mean, I mean, no, yeah, I didn't spend enough time.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm your daughter. You're not supposed <laughs> to say that. So today's show is going to be all about the family because really? I I know everybody's driving home. Yeah, talking smack about their their family members. Yeah, and I
0: didn't like your sister in law either. <laughs>
1: So we are going to give you some fuel for that fire. Um first up, we have a a podcast partner that sent in a question. Yeah? They are from You Can Remind a Podcast and they are a movie podcast and they just discuss and review movies.
0: I don't think I'm I've heard that yet.
1: It's it's really good. It's Is a that? fun one. You guys check it out, but it, hang on just a second and listen to their question.
0: Okay.
2: Hi, this is Alexa from the You Can Rewind It podcast, and I had a question for Mr. Danny. Our podcast is about movies, so I was wondering if there were any movies that you can think of that accurately portrayed what you do, or if there are movies that you watched and you were like, that's not at all how it is. Um, Also, uh, what kind of movies do you like to watch in your spare time? Are they more lighthearted movies or darker movies? Thanks.
1: So that was a good question. Yeah, it was. Yeah, so I'm curious too. Do you have like a a movie or something out there in Hollywood land that you think accurately portrays the death care industry?
0: Well, yeah, kind of. The uh, There was a series called Six Feet Under. Oh,
1: yeah, I remember that. And
0: it was a real good series. Uh-huh. And it really accurately displayed... Funeral directors and embalmers Uh and their idiosyncrasies. Yeah. It did not so much the cemetery business because every time the movies talk about cemeteries, it winds up being a horror picture. Some arm (laughs) comes out of a grave and grabs some beautiful woman by the leg. Uh huh. (laughs) So, uh, but it did adequately do the funeral business, I think.
1: Yeah, and there's a really strong family dynamic throughout that whole show, right? Yeah, a,
0: a, weird, family a weird
1: family dynamic. A weird family dynamic. And really, as we are on the other side of Christmas, is there really, like, a normal family dynamic, or are they all kind of weird? I I think they're all kind of weird. I think so, too. Of course, I'm just exposed to our family and
0: it, wait a it, minute. What did you say? Well, I don't know.
1: I don't know. <laughs> so um, I know throughout the years you have worked with a lot of family. Yeah, yeah. It was a family owned business. Um, you and your dad were partners. Maybe tell us do you have any, like, tell us a little bit about getting into the industry, uh, kind of how you worked with grandparents. Well,
0: I, uh, I took a job at a cemetery. In Franklin, Kentucky, mm-hmm. running a cemetery and running a funeral home. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know anything about anything.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And uh, I had to hire people and train. And the only way you can do that is to learn how to sell. Mm-hmm. Now, I'd sold before. I'd sold in the paint industry. Uh, but selling in the death care industry is a totally different matter.
1: I mean, going from the paint, industrial painting yeah, going, to death care is... Yeah totally different yeah it <laughs> is
0: totally different and and that was back in the days when you knocked doors and mm-hmm. all that sort of thing so it was it was difficult learning uh and i worked for a company for a guy that didn't know anything about it either Oh no! <laughs> so it was the blind leading the blind uh-huh. but we made it and uh i left that company and Got with dad, and uh, dad was able to put up his uh, financial statement, Uh and we were able to buy some cemeteries, and we wound up buying four cemeteries, Mm -hmm. and he retired doing what he was doing and came to work with me, and we worked together for like nine and a half years, Mm -hmm. and we sold out, and he was able... What
1: did he do at the cemetery?
0: He was over all the maintenance and uh, the grounds and all of that sort of thing, and I was over all the sales administration, mm-hmm. and uh, we both uh, discussed the trust investments and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So, everybody had a play. Uh, he brought mom on board uh-huh. when we <laughs> got computerized.
1: Oh, Was she she like a tech whiz? Was he like, oh, she will be great at it.
0: She despised it. And all she did was whine and complain. And then this girl didn't do good and this girl didn't do good. And I wound up having to fire her. (gasps)
1: Yeah, you fired your own mom. Yeah,
0: I did. I did. That was a cold Thanksgiving. I'm yeah, telling I you. I
1: bet. Oh my gosh. So how do you how do you go about firing your own mother?
0: I told her that I needed a mom. Uh huh. I didn't need a secretary.
1: Uh huh.
0: I can hire a secretary, but I can't hire a mom. Uh huh. So, mom, I don't need you working here anymore. <gasps> And she didn't take it as good as I thought she would.
1: No, were <laughs> you nervous about doing it? I would have had to like write something up and just have like index cards to read off. I no, think. there's a there's
0: a, a thing, like in that God didn't put in me,
1: uh-huh.
0: and one is nervous, really, and the other is guilt.
1: Oh, that's kind of scary. Yeah, You so might I'm, need to have like a brain scan, though. <laughs> I feel like this well, might I be did. sociopathic. <laughs> I, de- I mean, you know, I've
0: got a conscience, but uh, I don't... M- growing up, Mother tried to m- make me behave by making me feel guilty, and it never did work. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And, but, you know, I mean, I-, I had to do what I had to do, and it helped the company, and uh, she still came and ate lunch with us, and uh-huh. she eventually quit being mad at me.
1: Uh-huh. And, uh huh. And I mean, she's your mom, she kind of has to forgive yeah, you,
0: right? <laughs> yeah. Well, not her, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> you remember, I my do remember her. Yeah. she could hold her grudge, yeah. Real long. yeah
0: she could really I hold a grudge.
1: I randomly remember you sending her a cookie bouquet, and it was made out of. Computers like it was made into the shape of a computer, yeah. And um, she didn't think that was real cute.
0: No, she didn't. She didn't.
1: <laughs> well, you know, I
0: mean, after you fire somebody, they do, they lose their sense of humor for a short period of time, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I, I just had to do what I had to do, you know, and and I in the cemetery business and in the funeral business, there's a lot, a lot, a lot of families that uh. Son always wants to do what his daddy
1: does, uh-huh.
0: and uh, when there 's not a son, guess what the daughters want to do what daddy want, uh-huh. what daddy does and there 's a tremendous amount of women coming into the funeral industry, mm-hmm. and they 're very good mm-hmm. they 're very very good mm-hmm. uh, but what what happens so often uh in family situations, when there's a daughter, and she marries a moron, and <laughs> and daddy hires the moron to come in and work in a funeral home, uh-huh. and it generally pisses all the other funeral directors off, and uh-huh. and he always has to pay him more, uh-huh. because he's not paying him, he's paying his daughter. Right, you know, yeah, yeah. And uh, so there's always contention in a situation like that, that... You know the the moron son-in-law or the the stupid nephew. You uh-huh, know, uh-huh. and and sometimes they rise to the occasion, and sometimes they take charge and they uh-huh. they really do do a great job, and sometimes they just can't do it. Yeah, and, but the owner doesn't ever see that.
1: Have you ever seen somebody really like crash and burn? That was a family member where it's like
0: embarrassing. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, not necessarily crash and burn. I saw, I have seen, I've been in the presence when I was in mergers and acquisitions buying cemetery stuff or funeral stuff, I'm sorry, where daddy Mm -hmm. calls son-in-law in in Mm -hmm. with me sitting there Mm -hmm. and uh, asked son-in-law a question and son-in-law gave some off-the-wall, stupid answer, uh-huh. and Daddy, instead of, ha, 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 I'm sorry, he ripped him up one side oh, and down God. the other, and I, to the point I felt embarrassed for the kid getting chewed out, uh-huh. now, of course, he wasn't a kid, his was my age, but, uh-huh. uh, and, and I, I didn't buy that funeral home, uh-huh. we never could get together. So I don't know whatever happened to that guy, but I would have told Daddy exactly where he could stuff his funeral home. Yeah. After he talked to me that way.
1: Yeah, but when Daddy writes your paycheck, that's that's, uh, that's that makes it a little trickier. Yeah, you got I mean, but you fired your own mom, so yeah. <laughs> like maybe it wouldn't be that big of a problem for you. <laughs> yeah, well, you know,
0: I've I've always had the uh propensity of leaving a job before I should
2: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> either out of my choice or someone else's choice <laughs> but uh you know I, I I do I do what I think's right and uh I stand by my guns and uh it's I'm hard-headed I'm, Is it a good
1: good call to work with family or do you think it's better off well, to keep it apart I know a lot of times they say don't mix family and business right but when it's a small business, it generally is family and and business mixed together. I know I, neither myself or my brother went into death care industry. Right, he um is in aeronautics. I work in healthcare. Totally different. And I I've often wondered like well, why didn't I go into death care? I don't know. Um, yeah. but hearing stories like. You know, well, you, you know, firing your own mom makes me <laughs> a little bit glad. Well, you
0: know, to to get into the to the death care business, on the funeral side, you have to go to college. You got it. You got to have a two year degree mm-hmm. in um, at, from a f- accredited funeral school.
1: So this is actually a r- really big question. I've probably had. 10 people email me or direct message me asking how do you get into the industry so that's really interesting that you go to yeah. uh what is it called like funeral home college it's, what is well, it the
0: the premier there's a a embalming chemical company called Pierce Brothers mm-hmm. they own started and own and have acquired other colleges that are specifically designed to graduate funeral directors, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they have a very uh, prestigious diploma and degree and certificate Uh program, Uh and this is the deal. Every state is different.
1: Oh, yeah. Colorado,
0: you don't have to have a license. You don't have to have any experience. You can just say, hey, I've decided to be uh, uh, a funeral director.
1: Oh. And open a funeral home. Um that's slightly terrifying. Yes it is. So and they ha- can just like uh, be like, "Hey, I'm going to turn my front living room into a funeral yes. home." Yes.
0: Yes. Oh my god, yes. that's creepy. And in Pennsylvania, they where it has more funeral homes than any other state in the country mm-hmm. is directly because of that. Really? Is because small towns May have 10 funeral homes in a small town, and they're in the main floor of a two story house where the family lives upstairs and the funeral home's on the main level, Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: they may just have 10 a year.
1: Uh huh. But is that like like a big tax write off or something? I don't don't know.
0: They make some money, I guess. Uh, You know, I don't know. But say where I live, Mm -hmm. and uh, once you have your degree, you have to pay it, pass a state test. Mm-hmm. Then you have to pass a national test.
1: Uh-huh.
0: And then you have to have 3,000 hours of apprenticeship.
1: See, that makes me feel better. Yeah. I so, And, you know, everybody makes fun of the South for being so behind the times. But <laughs> I'm feeling good about it. I, hopefully this is where I, I end up. One well, of these days. <laughs>
0: well the, the the thing about it is we want to serve the people.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. And the laws are so incredibly intrins- intricate. Yeah. Uh that you gotta know the laws and it's just crazy.
1: Yeah. Now
0: on the cemetery side, mm-hmm. to get into the cemetery business, mm-hmm. you've got to have somebody to back you, actually. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want the best way to start in the cemetery business, is to uh start selling go in and call somebody and get a job selling
1: uh-huh okay. pull
0: strings get a job selling but you're gonna go hungry
1: mm-hmm. for
0: the first three months four months and then once you get past that hurdle mm-hmm. then you're gonna make a lot of money and
1: uh, you know, it's not an easy schedule
0: no, no, no. It is it's,
1: not an easy schedule because you guys work weekends, you work holidays, yes. you work late nights, you yes. work early mornings. It isn't like a nine to five. And I think a lot of people have this kind of like fantasy about, ooh, it'd be a, like really cool to work at a funeral home. I don't know if a lot of people do. I mean, well, no, they do. When they're like they a do. little kid, they're not like, oh, I want to grow up and work at a funeral home, well, you know? There's but
0: a- <laughs> Fellow that works that I work with, he's uh-huh. twenty seven years old. He started working part time at the funeral home when he was fourteen.
1: Huh.
0: The fellow that uh, I work for that is uh, the managing funeral director uh-huh. who is eighty years old. Uh
1: huh.
0: He has been he started working when he was fourteen.
1: You're kidding me. And so maybe there, so are, there are a lot there of kids that are out like there. Into it. Yeah, that
0: say, you know, I wanna work but I want to wear a suit. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and now
1: I can get behind that. All yeah. about the fashion behind <laughs> <Yeah>. it. <laughs> well, too, they don't.
0: They don't have to lift heavy things other than
1: right dead guys. Dead, they, and yeah. those can be heavy. <laughs> they can be very heavy.
0: But uh, getting in the industry is is not all that hard. But. It's a lot of hard, hard work, Mm -hmm. and uh, people aren't prepared for that. And they get in, and I go to the trouble of hiring them in because they're all about it. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, three months into the deal, they say, well, I'm sorry. I just can't do this anymore. And then they quit.
1: Mm Mm-hmm. And I
0: go, what the hell? Why? Did, why? Did, you know, why did you tell me you could do it?
1: I mean, it's not a, all jobs are hard. What's yeah, exactly. You got to work hard at every job, but but
0: if these, they got it in their mind that you know, all I got to do is just dress up pretty and and uh, shake work, people's hands shake, when they walk yeah, in, yeah, kiss babies and yeah. all that sort of stuff. Well, it ain't that way. <laughs> it ain't that way at all. There's a lot of nasty stuff you got to do, and mm-hmm. uh, you know you. you cleaning and and stocking uh merchandise and you know just on and on and on all the things that you do in everybody in everyday business mm-hmm. uh you got to do in the funeral business you got to do in the cemetery business uh-huh. uh i've always said that when somebody starts in the cemetery business they should start they should work 2 to 3 months on the grounds -hmm. So they understand exactly what grounds people do for a living, Uh because they've got a physically demanding job, Mm -hmm. and they're there on Saturdays, Mm -hmm. uh, burying people. They're there on Sundays burying people. Mm -hmm. But everybody wants to wear a coat tie. Yeah. Well, you know that's not how the cemetery business works. Yeah. You know you've got to get in. You got to be willing to get involved.
1: Yeah. Yeah, Oh, that's really interesting. So, we also got an email question, and um, gosh, I forgot the girl's first name.
0: Uh-oh.
1: But she's from Trenton, Georgia. Really? I yes. know
0: Trenton, Georgia.
1: Yeah, and she said that she recognized a lot of the stuff that we talk about in uh-huh. Chattanooga. Oh, yeah? Um, but she wanted to know, uh, when you were a kid, if you were going to do something other than being in the cemetery industry, what would you
0: want to be uh, yeah. well you know <laughs> i uh i'm 64
1: mm-hmm.
0: and i have no idea what i'm gonna be when i grow up you know, <laughs> i'm kind of with you on that
1: i'm I mean, like I, I
0: sold i sold paint uh when, i started selling paint when i was 21
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh industrial coatings i traveled four states mm-hmm. five states they gave me a car and a, a a card and said, "Go to it, go sell some paint." And I learned how to sell. Mm-hmm. And then I got into this business by accident. Yeah, uh, I had a friend of mine move to Nashville mm-hmm. and worked in it as a stockbroker. Mm-hmm. And the stockbroker was wanting to buy some cemeteries. He said, "Now, if I buy some cemeteries in Chattanooga, would you move back and run them?" And he said, "Hell, no." He said, I'm a stockbroker. He said, but I've got a friend of mine that'd do anything if there's money involved. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so we met, he hired me, and he bought stuff in Kentucky.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: I mean, I wasn't looking to get in. I just got in at it. Yeah. And uh, I, I have no clue what I would like to do. You know, I'd like to be.
1: Maybe a pro uh, podcaster.
0: Hey, there you go.
1: Hey, we might be on something there. Hey, now, <laughs> I,
0: if, if I was going to do anything, it would be probably something that made me ridiculously rich. Oh,
1: I like that. Yeah. Yeah. I always wanted to be an heiress, but that never really panned out. Yeah.
0: yeah. (laughs) I remember when you were a kid, you asked me, Dad, what does an heiress do? (laughs) And I thought that was so funny. And it was so you.
1: It was to me. It was to me. her life was a little different or how it was the same from a lot of other people love the show well that was an awesome question and guess what what we have a special guest who is it <gasps> It's mom. Hello, everybody. It's Miss Jeannie here. Yes. So I, I get that question all the time. What's it like to have your dad work in the cemetery industry? Do you get that question? I get it all the time, and I just look at him and say it's like any other business. It's, it's not weird like people think, although you all do have some weird stories, Uh but I have nothing but great memories and and good times in the industry. It was fun as kids, you all playing in the cemeteries, riding bikes, Uh fishing. You know, one time your daddy got a call that there were children riding bikes in the cemetery, and it was so disrespectful, (laughs) but... He was always finding animals and creatures and bringing them home uh-huh. for you all to yeah. see and it's it's been good to us. So what did you think when he first was like, "Guess what? I'm not going to sell paint anymore. I'm going to work at a cemetery." Oh I thought it was really odd, and I said, whatever you do, don't tell people what you're doing. (laughs) But then I decided it was okay when he was taking his paychecks to the bank, and it worked out. Yeah, yeah, that does make everything better when you get paid. So, so Daddy, how long have y'all been married?
0: We've been married 43 years, and we dated two years before we got married. She begged me to marry her, and I finally let, let in on her and, and married her.
1: Right. <laughs> <Rod.
0: laughs> uh, I, I still introduce her as my current wife.
1: Oh, how does she like that? Not so much. <laughs> yeah, I would say not so much. Well, I think that is the absolute perfect way to end our family episode, and it is coming up quick on uh, 2019.
0: I'm excited.
1: I'm excited. We have so much awesome stuff in store for you guys with Cassie get some cocktails. We're getting a website. Oh, man. It's going to be very professional. Oh yeah. Yes. I'm
0: excited about that.
1: Yes. We might even have to have like.
0: You'll have to show me how to get to it.
1: We might have some glamour shots done of you and I to add out there.
0: Oh man, what would they <laughs> put in those wrinkle fillers? Yeah, for me? yeah.
1: In <laughs> a sequin jean jacket. Oh man.
0: <laughs> Members only sequins jean jacket. I like it. I like uh. it.
1: So we're gonna do that. We're having our website design. We're also gonna be having selling some caskets and cocked sell um, t-shirts and oh, coffee man. mugs some Whoa. just like really cool stuff
0: you know so, one of these days i don't get afford a tank of gas oh
1: i know wouldn't <laughs> that be nice yeah, <laughs> well we are excited about 2019 caskets and cocktails wants to wish you guys an Happy New Year. Keep up telling all your friends and family about us.
0: Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. Because we'll we'll be be the last last ones to let you down. down. This
2: is Alexa from the You Can Rewind It podcast. Remember those movies you loved as a kid? What would happen if you rewatched those favorites from your childhood? Would you still like them? My husband Brock and I are on a mission to watch these 80s classics to see if they still hold up today and if we'd give them a rewind. Check out our podcast, You Can Rewind It, on iTunes, Podbean, Stitcher, or your favorite podcast app. And remember, just because you can rewind it doesn't mean you should.
1: Oh my goodness. So Killer Trace has a new product and I am so excited. Really? Yes. What's it about? It is a product. It's called the True Detective Kit. And it is specifically for parties or meetup events or big groups. I mean, it looks amazing. It's like a giant evidence box and it has all the stuff you need to throw a crime-minded solving party. Oh, wow. I know it's like you know back in the day people used to do those murder mystery parties. Yeah,
0: like uh, the butler did it with a yes, candlestick yes. in the in the library.
1: Yes, kind of like that, yeah. except like for real. Uh, I mean, it's not really for real, but it feels like it's for real. I if cannot. Nobody dies. I mean, in the, no, not not for real. Not for real. That's a a plus. But I cannot wait to do this with my girlfriend. customers. Yes, that's true. It's a bad idea to kill kill off your own customers, right? Uh. (laughs) Well, um, you guys go out and check out Killer Trace. Be sure to get your true detective kit today and use code CAC2018. That's code CAC2018. We love Killer Trace. I know you guys will, too.
0: Oh, yeah. All you got to do is try it once and you're hooked.
1: Absolutely.